Welcome to Kill the Lights, More Than an Athlete. I'm your host, Chad Hall. In this 12-episode podcast series, you'll hear from the source. You'll hear from 12 different Piedmont University athletes about their plans following college athletics. Follow along with this series and see how they're more than an athlete. Welcome to Kill the Lights, More Than an Athlete. I am your host, Chad Hall, and joining me on the pilot episode of this 12-week podcast is Ryan Jolly. Ryan, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Um, you know, Ryan, there's there's a lot of things that we experience here at Piedmont, mm-hmm. and um, academics is certainly one of them. Oh, yeah. So I know you are a senior, correct? Mm-hmm. And you are a senior on the men's basketball team. Um, so we'll, we'll just get we'll get started with the basics. What made you choose Piedmont? Yeah, so um, Piedmont is actually my third school. Uh, my first school was the Naval Academy, um, and then I went to Lander University, and now I'm at Piedmont. Um, I knew Coach Neely in high school. He recruited me a little bit throughout high school, and he's always been a, a great guy, someone that I'm comfortable talking to, and um, ultimately I knew he'd be a good coach. Um, so whenever I was done at Lander and Coach Neely, he reached out to me. It was almost like a no-brainer. Um, hey, like, uh, he was interested. And I said, I remember you from high school being so nice and kind to me, so you know, I'm ready to I, I want to come here and um, try to see if we can win. So uh, that's I think that's Coach Neely has a big – um, reason why I'm I'm here. So, wow. So, basketball has been sort of up and down mm-hmm. the last couple di- couple of years. You yeah. guys can win big, and there's some tough losses. But I mean, you guys got a good program. Mm-hmm. Neely's Neely's done a really good job with the Piedmont basketball program. Uh, so, how do you think this year's going to go? I think we can do. I think we can do really well. We have a lot of new pieces coming in. Um, I think it's a late uh, eleven returners, eight. Uh, new people so it's a little bit of a mix um, but we have a lot of you know we have a couple juco guys coming in that i know will help okay a um, couple guys from different uh, d3 schools that have uh, winning under their belt um, so i think that we have a really good chance of you know being successful this year as long as we everybody buys into their role and um, you know i think uh, you know i think me and Noah reardon joe hellenbrook Devin dean i think the guys that uh, played minutes last year that are coming back. I think it's uh, um, it's our responsibility to show everybody the ropes. Um, all we want to do is win, and we talk about it every single year. Um, but I think this year is we need to do it. You know, we talk about it all the time, but we just need to you know just just do it at this point. So I think I, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I think we have all the pieces that we need. We just got to go out there and play. So awesome. Um, what is your major? Uh, business management. Okay, so I. Don't know a lot about business. We're required to take a couple business classes over here, like marketing and sports Mm -hmm. marketing and stuff like that. Um, Have you begun thinking about what's after? I have. So I'm doing my master's right now. Um, So that'll end in December of 2024. But um, once the season's over, all my classes are online. Um, So once the season's over, I'm not tied down to Demers anymore. So I'm looking to go to Tampa, uh, Tampa, um, to live there, family down there, to do like medical sales or um, something. Uh, My cousin, he trains professional athletes, so maybe uh, go to the facility with him and train with um, those guys. But um, it's still early, but I like to go ahead and start the process and look for things. So um, I think those two things is something I'm really interested in doing. So. So you answered one of my questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go to Tampa? Yes. Interesting. Yes, so for sure. Are you you're from Georgia originally? Correct. correct? Yep. Okay. Cool. So 
do you have any current job offers, anyone that you're looking at, like, specifically? I don't have any under my belt. I have my cousin, Gus, family, um, but I don't have any lined up under my belt. So that's why I guess now I'm trying to, um, you know, get in contact with as many people as I can just because I'm ready for that second, second, you know, chapter of my life, so... Well, it definitely makes your experience a little bit easier because you get to do everything online. And mm-hmm. then once the completion, obviously, you got to come back up here right. and get your degree, mm-hmm. essentially. But that's 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 the good thing about business, the business school here at Piedmont specifically, because once you get into the master's programs, it's all online. Right. It makes yeah. your schedule a lot easier yep. to deal with mm-hmm. instead of, you know, getting up in the morning, going yeah. to class and doing yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So do they have like set times that y'all meet or is it just kind of do it on your own you got deadlines and stuff like that yeah it's really just do it on your own which makes it makes it a lot easier um at first i was kind of nervous just to kind of schedule my day out i didn't know what to expect Um, but now that i've done a couple weeks i'm loving it you know i wake up i can work out whenever i want to or i wake up and i'll I'll do knock some homework out go get something to eat i just um it's really nice just because i I could do any, any really anything i want you know i have i'm not really tied down to go to in-person classes. Um, if I need help, I'll Zoom or I'll, you know, since I'm living on campus, I'll just go say hey. And um, But I'm loving it, so it's, it's great. I mean, I guess that is a good thing about being on campus still because uh, to Piedmont and their requirements, if you're an athlete, you do have to live on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's interesting because you can just stroll on down to the Walker School of Business and yep. be like, hey, I need some help. Yep. And yep. I think the sneaky part about the online classes is – until you get the hang of it, it's you can get into a lot of trouble. Yeah, you can. It's easy to fall behind. I've already, you know, if you don't if you don't do your work, if you don't do your work one night, and you just got double the next night, so um, which is tricky. But yeah, staying ahead is definitely um, a big thing in time management as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Of course, as yep. we've both gone through it. You're still going through it. I'm done, thankfully. But um, are, have you had any? opportunities outside of athletics like internships or just anything along those lines yeah i um two summers ago uh, i i was uh privileged to do i ran my own uh, branch office through the company i worked for um, cutco it's like knife company okay um i did i want to say it was 2020s when i was just a regular sales rep um and that went well and then the following summer 2021 um, they asked me to run my own office. So that was, it was, uh, it was all virtual. Um, my territory was Tupelo, Mississippi. So I've had, a, um, that was really, that was really cool. Eye opening, um, one doing sales and also just being somebody that, um, kind of being the boss in a way I had employees work for me. Um, so I think my experience with that, um, has made me want to do pursue medical sales potentially. So, okay. So in med- medical sales is different from pharmaceutical sales, correct? Honestly, it's it's in my mind. I feel like it's similar, but I know it's a little different. I th- uh, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you exactly what the difference is. I haven't done my research on it, hundred um, percent. But um, I'm sure I, I know there's something different between them. I just could tell you. <laughs> so the only thing that I know about pharmaceutical sales is you have to have a ton of experience in sales in general. Right. So my my girlfriend looked into pharma- pharmaceutical sales because okay. she's exercise not exercise science she's applied health science Mm -hmm. and she finished here and she was like yeah maybe pharmaceutical sales and then she got in touch with somebody that she knew and they were like yeah you gotta have like 15 years of experience in sales and she was like yeah i'm not gonna do that but aside from that i mean 
unique opportunities. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people aren't really aware of what athletes do at the Division three level. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think it's, I mean, you get the stigma surrounding the Division one athletes. Right. Like, they don't go to class. Everything's handed to them. Not here. Mm-hmm. You got to show up. You got to do your go. work. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's tough. Division three universities, liberal arts colleges, they are tough. Mm-hmm. Like, the content is rigorous. Like, I, I do a ton of work here. Oh, yeah. Especially in this department of sports communications, mass communications. There's a lot of work. I know the business school, it's not easy. Right. And I've been a part of – I was a part of the business school at one point. Um, school of education is also very tough here. Um, what's another one? And then just the, just anything. Nursing, like the sciences. Nursing's big here. Yeah, it was really big. Yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting because you don't expect this little school up in the right. mountains, 2,200 people, mm-hmm. the, to be one of the top nursing schools in yeah. the state of Georgia, which is, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, Ryan. We're going to get back into the athletics part of it real quick. What's your favorite Piedmont sports memory from your team and from any other sport on campus? Mm. From my team, I'd have to say last year, um, conference tournament when we played uh, Berea away at their place. Um, I think we were the fifth seed. They were the fourth seed. Um, and we ended up going in like double or triple overtime. And we ended up winning. Um, but that game in particular, we literally everybody just threw their pride, ego, everything to the side, and we just wanted to win. And it was it was probably I, I'd say a lot of people probably the same answer as me. Um, you know, it, being in an away environment, like all we had was us. Like it was just us on the bench. We had no no fans in the in, in the stands, um, and we ended up you know shushing the whole crowd. Everybody was against us, and we and we beat them. Um, so that's probably. That's definitely probably my favorite. That's a, that's got to be a good experience. Oh yeah, I mean going all the way up to Kentucky. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's in the middle of nowhere, and I mean, dude, that's it's awesome. Like yeah. wh- even watching it, I was I I loved it yeah. every second of it, and um, that's 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 what you play for. That's right. why you come to this to these schools, these smaller schools, um, Piedmont, twenty two hundred population, fifty percent of the students on campus are athletes, mm-hmm. which is it's surprising because yeah. that, that means yeah. there's uh that, that's a lot everybody's of doing this. something yeah you know everybody's got the same same mindset you know yeah and the community of athletes here on campus is everybody sticks together yeah it's pretty interesting everybody knows everybody yeah. yeah yeah especially all the people that you've grown up with over the years and right. teammates and meeting other people and the relationships are good yeah which is which is awesome yeah so ryan the whole the whole thing around my capstone presentation is looking and dissecting the student athlete stigma. Mm-hmm. And I know a big thing with student athletes is mental health. Yeah. But I want to look more into the side of of academics that people often overlook when it comes to division 3. So what I'm essentially looking at is the the whole dumb jock. Mhm. And I say that because that's what people think athletes right. are, especially collegiate athletes yeah, yeah. And at the Division One level. But we don't really get to see the big dive into Division Three athletics. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that there is a stigma or a stereotype that exists amongst Division Three athletes? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I definitely think that 
um, people just think that if you're a D3, you can't play. Like, you can't play whatever sport. You know, if you're not D2, you're not D1, then you're looked as if, well, like, you know, you're not as good, you know, which is not the case at all. There's uh, there's so many people, you know, regardless of what division you're in, um, people can play, you know. And I think that um, there's just talent everywhere. And for, for people to kind of just um, – just throw D three to the side. Um, I, I think that I don't think that's I don't think that's right. You know, uh, we all want the same things. We all want to play college and you know play whatever sport that we that we love at the highest level we can. And so um, I think that uh, there's, there's special people here. You know, I think there's special people. So I think there's a lot of special people here that have unique opportunities right. as well. Um, and do you think there's sort of a stigma amongst the Piedmont population, the people that aren't in athletics? Do you think they look at the Piedmont athletes differently? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I would say, you know, people that don't play sports or maybe the people that are in the, more into theater, I think that they do look at us as if, well, they, they play sports. They don't know anything. Like, all they do is go play their sport. They're not smart, you know. But I think um, – and, and honestly, we, we might be looking at them the same way. You know, I think that uh, we probably look at them like, oh, well, they, they, they do theater. Like, that's not cool. But honestly, I feel like everybody everybody is unique in their own way, whether they're sports, they don't play anything, or theater, whatever they do. I think that everybody is, you know, honestly, can be friends with each other. You know, we're all, like, you'd be surprised on how similar you know, people are, you know, if you get a, if you get a chance to know them. Yeah, you know? and I think there's a lot of unique cases here at Piedmont, too, specifically because you have everybody. Right. Everybody is – it's close-knit. I mean, you have classes with everybody, especially when you're in your gen eds. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when the people outside of athletics really get the glimpse at the athletes and yep. you get to see what they're – what they do on a daily basis and just stuff like that because you know everybody here Yeah. because it's so small. Yeah. But do you think these stereotypes exist because of how the people think initially or do you think they just make assumptions or like what do you think the case is? I, I think it's assumptions. I think it's easy for people to just assume how somebody is as a person without getting a chance to know them. I think that um, – you know, it's just easy to be, oh, I think this person is like how, how I perceive them, you know. Until you get a chance to actually sit down and, you know, have a conversation with somebody, I think that, you know, you need to you need to get to know them. You know, it's easy to sit in class and, you know, look at somebody or see them in the calf or just anywhere and be like, oh, I think based how they dress or how they talk or just how they interact with people, I think that it's easy for people to just assume, you know, from the outside looking in, you know, how this right. person is or how they how they go about their life, you know. And do you think that this is directed towards a, a certain population, like amongst athletes? Like, for instance, one of my sources in my research paper is among viewing Native American, not Native American, excuse me, African-American athletes differently. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that exists amongst african-american populations uh, not necessarily within but do you think the outside views african-american athletes as something that is totally untrue yeah i think that um i think it's e- like like i said in the last sentence i think it's just easy for people to you know it, it can either be from previous experiences that they've had or just you know 
and honestly, ignorance of not wanting to get to know a person. I think it's easy to, you know, look at somebody, you know, maybe an African-American and just be like, okay, well, they're, they're probably, you know, I think, I think a stereotype is they're, they're good at their sport. You know, I think right. that's just, a, I think that's a common, you know, stereotype. Um, but I just think that, like I've said, I think once you get to talk to somebody, get to know who they are, regardless if they play sport or not, you know, um, because people are, yes, they, they they play a sport, but they're also a person too, you know. I think it's just, you got to, I think it, that's just one of my core things, it's just getting to know somebody, you know. Like right. we, we play sports, you know, but outside of our respective sport, we're, we're much bigger than our sport, you know. We're a person as well. So. Yeah, and I think that goes to what you were saying, and that's people knowing people. Mm-hmm. Like you get to interact with them in the classroom, you get to interact with them outside of a certain sport and it's it's interesting to see that these assumptions are made just because we are athletes right and it exists from previous experience like you said and that's an interesting way to look at it because this could be going back as long as high school Mm -hmm. middle school it depends on where you come from yeah and people may judge you and they don't know a lick about you yep which is the frustrating part and i think that's what us athletes have to deal with consistently is being mm-hmm. looked at as we are lesser. Yeah. And if you go into our athletic center on campus, you can see and attest to why these people are more than just athletes. Mm-hmm. You look at the AD honor rule, you look at all of these COSIDA academic All-Americans, and this yeah. place this place breeds smart athletes. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I've enjoyed about Piedmont is – the professors care about athletes. Absolutely. That may not exist at other schools. Like, we have it so good here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's it's it's awesome to see that yeah. Piedmont is an elite place to be yeah, when it I comes agree. to academics and athletics. Yeah, and it's funny that you say that. I have two or three new roommates. They're all transfers. Um, and the first couple weeks of class, you know, they came back to the room. But, man, like, this is t- so much different than my last school I was at. I was like, what do you mean? He was, And they're like, they care here. You know, they care about who we are. Yes, it's more challenging just because it's, it's Piedmont, but um, just I feel like the whole culture here at Piedmont is a loving, caring, you know, people want to see you win environment, you know. Yeah, and I think just looking into wanting student-athletes to succeed, like these professors, they'll take time. They'll make sure you understand. You. Yeah, exactly, yeah. because they, they're trying to reflect on what they've learned and what they can give to you mm-hmm. and offer and make sure that you are successful in the world. And they give you all these opportunities. They let you know of the various opportunities that are on campus, outside of right. campus. They set you up for success. Yep. And I, that's a huge testament to what Piedmont is and what we value here. And I think more people need to know about it. Absolutely. I and agree. It makes it makes it a wonderful place to be, which is I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to be here. Yeah, and I mean, as the great Brett Loftus said, where else would you rather You're be? Right. <laughs> but that looks about all the time we have, Ryan. All right. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate yeah, of it. Of course, I appreciate you having me on here, man. It's it's always good to hear from different walks of life and make sure uh, everybody has an understanding of everybody. And yep. you represent your sport, you represent Piedmont, you represent yourself, and I can't thank you enough, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. Tune in next Friday at 6 p.m. for the next episode, which will be featuring Piedmont track and field athlete Chris Doncero. We look forward to seeing you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kill the Lights, More Than an Athlete. This 12-episode podcast series features comments from 12 different Piedmont University athletes about their plans after college. 
New episodes are posted every Friday evening at 6 p.m. wherever you get your podcast.